the Bill Michael Show. Glad you're with us. Glad you're with us on this day after the All-Star Game. Now everybody uh, kind of gets a few days to breathe and then back at it. Back at it as the uh, the unofficial second half uh, of the season gets underway. Back at it. 877-867-1670. That's the phone number to hit us up at, should you choose to do so. You can also find myself and Ben Kenny over on Twitter. Ben producing the program today and every day at Ben Z. Kenny. At Ben Z. Kenny. You can find me over uh, on Twitter as well, at Bill underscore Michael. has got a question out there on uh, Twitter, too, that I'm going to talk about coming up here momentarily uh, regarding the Green Bay Packers. In addition to that, uh, plenty of ways to pay attention to the program. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. You can find us there, facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. Also over on YouTube, uh, you can subscribe to YouTube for free. And uh, when the show comes on, it reminds you right there on your phone. It pops up and says, hey, uh, you're on the air. Here you go. Uh, you can find us there. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Michael Show. Uh, also, you can track us down uh, over on Twitch TV. If you download the app, the email, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, and, uh, you know, pretty much any other way you want to pay attention to the program. You can find us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. You can find us in many different facets. So great ways to hang on to the program. So I had said a little bit uh, earlier over on Twitter, and I wanted to get reaction there first. Um, we talked a little bit about the article about who, you know, who kind of you're relying upon regarding the Green Bay Packers and some of the question marks because obviously there is quite a few of them when it comes to injuries with the offensive line, Robert Tanyan, Kylan Hill coming back as a kick returner, who's going to be the kick returner. There's many things to talk about. So I said, well, what going into camp, going into camp, what is your biggest concern for the Green Bay Packers? As the Packers now head into training camp, starting up next week, what's your biggest concern? So I wanted to go through this list. Uh, Kyle says, uh, uh, at Kyle Eden, uh, Redden, I should say, Kyle Redden, uh, he says uh, Aaron's knee. Uh, the next one is from a Dr. LW, who says WTF is in 12's head. Uh, meaning Aaron Rodgers, what Aaron's thinking. That's, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that because I think that's interesting. Uh, Griswoldski says winning in the playoffs. That's what concerns me. That also is where I'm at. There are things along the way we're going to discuss. There's no doubt about it. But because the details will build the ultimate picture. But this year, when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, unless this thing's massively derailed by injuries or completely a subpar performance offensively, what have you, I've always said I don't give two dams about the regular season. I don't care about number one overall seeds. I don't care about home field advantage. I don't care about any of that anymore. Everything's been proven wrong over the last couple of years. Have they won? Absolutely. Absolutely. But when we see flaws in the regular season, even during wins, and we've talked about it, and people say, ah, they're winning. Who cares? You're stupid. You know, and I, you, you always say, well, wait a minute. You see this, and I see this. Whether they just beat a good team or a bad team is irrelevant because a really good team in the postseason will take that little bit of what we just saw, that little glimmer of light, 
to be able to say, we can execute in this particular area better than you can, and that can be one of those things that is your downfall, you don't need to look any further than what the 49ers did via special teams against the Green Bay Packers to figure out a way to win. So I don't give two dams about the regular season. It is all about the postseason at this point and fixing issues. Uh, BPED says over on Twitter, the offensive lines can be one of the bottom line units uh, in the league if 74 and 69 are not back. Uh, protecting Aaron Rodgers. That's my biggest concern. Uh, Cheap Noyan <laughs> says, my biggest concern is A.J. Dillon sending people to the hospital <laughs> with a picture of him plowing through the uh, Kenosha Kingfish mascot. But by the way, he's okay. He did an interview, I think it was with a local television station, and says, yeah, I'm good, no problem. <laughs> Not a he, problem here. He did sound a bit concussed. But I think uh, yeah, he's a little scheme. bit off his game. Yeah. Um, the Kenosha Kingfish mascot Elvis. Um, he he was a little off his game, but uh, the kid said he's okay. So I'm good, you know. Uh, Alex says injuries. No random ACL tears, please. Cheese Curd Sports says the Bill Michael Show. Sticking with it. That's his biggest concern going into Packers training camp. Stick with us. We don't have any concerns here. We're good. AJ, health, outlook of the offensive line to start the season. Packer fans says special teams. The Achilles heel last year, atrocious. Cost us a deep playoff run. Can we at least be ranked in the top 30 maybe this year as a unit? <laughs> Rather than 32nd and 31st. If they come up to 18th, if they come up to 15th, it is an absolute freaking miracle. It just is. <laughs> Matty Ice, the last dance, is the O-line depth. Uh, EM, uh, Mascal Jr., at Mascal Jr., says uh, left tackle times 100. Wisconsin Cheese Curd King says the uh, offensive line, I think, back is back. He's played his last game, though. Uh, I don't think he's going to be the same player, Elton. Let's pray that uh, they keep him out all year to let him heal. Start Nyman at left tackle and figure out the right side. Old Blue Eye says there's nobody to throw it to. Uh, Rudy says the uh, wide receiver room is not deep. And it kind of goes on from there. What is your biggest concern heading into this Packers training camp? The biggest concern is the Packers get set next week to uh, take the Ray Nitschke field. Uh, Michael writes, I think Aaron Rodgers being completely focused on what he has to do and not just looking for uh, Devontae Adams is going to be the number one issue going into camp. If he gets comfortable with the wide receivers, this offense can move and continue to score. If he uh, if he does not, and he continues to make excuses for bad play, holding onto the ball too long like, we, like we've seen in the past because he wants to wait till somebody's completely wide open, then this is going to be a train wreck. I think, I just me, I think that... I think Rodgers is going to be on point. I think there's going to be some hiccups. Don't get me wrong. You don't lose Devontae and everything just is, is smoother, smoother than before. Uh, so let's not fool ourselves here. But I think Aaron's going to be on point. I really do. I think that it's going to be, in the beginning specifically, it's going to be um, it's going to be timing. It's going to be you've got to get to your spot. The ball's going to be here, and guys are going to get an opportunity to make plays. He's going to get he's he's going to find out who has the tenacity and wherewithal 
to be a wide receiver in the National Football League. He's going to rely upon Randall Cobb. He's going to rely rely upon Alan Lazard. He's going to rely upon uh, Sammy Watkins. But I think as far as the young guys go, you throw it to a spot and you tell them why they're not there. And you find out who to trust that fast. Who runs a clean route? Who runs a crisp route? Who can get off a block? All that kind of stuff. I I think Aaron's going to be on point. Because I think the offense uh, with Matt LaFleur the way it is, is going to be designed to, you're going to move, you're going to put guys in motion, guys are going to be at spots at a particular moment and a particular time, and that's where the ball is going to go. I think you got to start out that way, and then you figure out along the way who you can trust and who you can't, and that's when the offense begins to morph into something different. But that that's just my gut feeling. We're going to talk with Mike Clemens about this coming up a little bit later on today too, by the way. Just so you know, coming up in the last hour of the show. So we'll be all over to join. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, phone lines are wide open. What is your biggest concern going into the Packers training camp beginning next week? Uh, Rick said outside linebacker depth, it's Gary Smith and a bunch of dudes. Um, this one is from uh, Alyssa. Alyssa says, uh, if Aaron Rodgers cuts the hair, that's your biggest concern, Alyssa. Okay. I don't agree with that, but if that's your biggest concern, so be it. <laughs> um, Dennis says, hey, Bill, the Packers released practice times yet. Eager to bring my grandkids to watch, but need plans. Yes, they are announcing today. Go to the Packers website. Go to Packers.com. And you can see where they have announced some of the uh, Packers practice times. Kind of go from there. Uh, Dale says, uh, Crosby's last season as a Packers place kicker? Question mark. That's a great question. Um, How old is Mason Crosby? Is he, he's what, 41, I think? 37. Uh, Oh, Mason's 37? Oh, my yeah. God, I aged him. I apologize. Holy mackerel. That was terrible. The terrible hair is mackerel. a little gray. Yeah. Um, Mason Crosby set to make $4.7 million this year. This is, by the way, his, um, his, his kind of his final year, contractually. Now, he's an unrestricted free agent after 2023 with projections. So this is the last year of his deal. I would probably say, yes, this is his last year. Now the question is, let's say he bounces back and it was indeed the process. It wasn't the kicker. Suppose this year he hits 85 plus percent of his kicks. Then what? Do you sign him to another one year deal? Good kickers, specifically kickers in cold weather climate, they're hard to find. It's not easy. You know, you look what happened to Chicago after they got rid of Robbie Gold. You look what happened and what they've been going through in Minnesota. You know, they even drafted a kicker a few years back and still lost to Seattle in the postseason at TCF Bank Stadium. They've had their issues. It's it's not easy to move on. Now, if you've got a sure thing, that's one thing. But, um, yeah, it's uh, not easy to just go say, hey, we're going to find a kicker, no problem. I would assume it is, 
I would assume this is kind of the uh, the swan song for Mason Crosby, who I aged far too soon, and I apologize for that. But I I I'll never say never, because if he ha- if he bounces back and has a really good season, he may be back for another year, or at least be back with a contract that is one team friendly and two is um, there'll be competition in camp. So that's just my thought. Uh, Give us a shout. What is your concern as the Packers get set? We're a week away from training camp. As the Packers get set for training camp, what is your number one concern? 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Hot day today. Hot, windy, humid, all that kind of stuff. Keep the cool of the air conditioning in your home and the hot air on the outside and vice versa come wintertime. Uh, with Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I love my Pella Windows and Doors. As a matter of fact, I was outside early this morning cleaning windows, washing windows, cleaning them up. And for the second floor windows, easy. Screens pop right out. Just reach outside the window, squeegee, sponge, clean them off. Good to go. Good to go. They're easy, easy maintenance on these things. Uh, But right now, with these kind of deals, uh, and you want to worry about financing and the way everything's going up right now and hitting into this recession, uh, four years, no interest. How about that? Four years, no interest. And if you want to go the interest route, that's great. If you want to go a different route and get the overall price down, 250 bucks per window off right now. You can take that deal instead. Unless, of course, you are going to upgrade the windows to a slider-style window, which then will take up to 400 bucks per window off. How about that? So you got plenty of different financial options, but it doesn't matter. You can make them all work. They can come for free into your home. They can measure. They can look at the interior. They can match up the interior. They can match up the exterior. They can let you pick out the hardware. Everything that it is you want in a window, you can do it. Customizable from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. But you can't do anything if you don't call. Call them, 855-PELLA, P-E-L-L-A, 855-PELLA-W-I, 855-PELLA-W-I. Pella WI or go to PellaWI.com for your free, free, no obligation in home consultation. Or you can stop in any one of the showrooms, Green Bay, uh, Brookfield, out near Milwaukee, uh, Madison. Stop in any one of them. Check it out as well. But uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, I swear by them. Why? I have them in my home. And I had them long before I ever started doing these commercials. That's for damn sure. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com or call them 855 Pella WI. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cunis RV. An exciting day tomorrow as we get the brand new big unit cruiser. Looking forward to that. Can't wait to pick that up. Uh, Going to have it down at Jimmy Buffett and up at Packers Training Camp and then out at Sturgis in South Dakota and got some traveling to do. Cunis, Wisconsin's fastest growing RV dealer. And I just uh, did the other day a really nice letter from Caroline who talked about the service. At Cunis and Sheboygan, and what they went through, and the over and above they uh, did to, to take care of her when they were uh, when they were uh, camping out at Road America. So, just not only great vehicles. 
that they have, but great service as well. No finer place. Uh, no finer place. Go to Cunis RV, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. Joining us now on the hotline, our good buddy Mike Clemens is here. Michael, how you doing, pal? I'm great. I'm great. I'll tell you. You know, as hard as I try and work for this show, you know, like I, I get to ask this question point blank of Aaron Rodgers right after that gut-wrenching loss to the 49ers. Like, you know, what were you thinking throwing to Devontae when Alan Lazard was wide open? And he gives us an honest answer on that. Or like two or three summers ago, I said, hey, you know, I think Jake Kummerow's in trouble. I think this kid Malik Taylor's going to push him out. And we turn out to be right on that. No, no, when I run into people, I get like four or five of your listeners to say, hey, Bill was talking about that garden hose video you did. Uh, that's what people want to talk about. <laughs> This one's called 90th Birthday. Yeah. 90th Birthday. There you go. That was awesome. So I'll make it a point on my list of things to do. I will talk to Alan Johnson, the Lambeau Field groundskeeper for like, you know, the last 20 years on on, uh, what he can recommend for, you know, a a better uh, faucet head like that, you know, a gun for to use and, and why they have such a setting like that. Now, did you see that we had people recommending different products for you to review, and one of them was yes, the potty putter? Yeah, I, and I and really, I, this is a family show. I don't think we should call it this. I what wanted to the see the video the of you. Stool, the pooper? What was that? <laughs> the butt putter. <laughs> the pooper putter. That was awesome. See, I, sometimes I say this to the program director, why are you getting on us? The listeners are always more more risque than we are, you know. They right, blue right. Before we do, yep. It's not no us. doubt. Yep, they're more warped than we are. Yeah, <laughs> they say what we think. That's what I like about it. Sure. So, so Mike, what is? Uh, let, let's start with David Bakhtiari because we were sitting here talking before about people's concerns as the Packers are getting ready to go into training camp, and you know, we really didn't get a chance to one. We didn't hear from him. Two, uh, there was no definitive answer until really the end of the OTAs and minicamps when Matt LaFleur finally got tired of talking about it and said, yeah, we expect David to be here. Uh, but nobody has said, yeah, he's fine. He's going to be good to go. So how much concern is there for David Bakhtiari going into this training camp? Uh, I will tell you point blank. My gut says it's 50-50. And I want to preface this by saying this training camp now will mark, I believe, my 12th season on the show, I think it was 2008. I started on your show. I, you know, we've been friends for 20 years as long as you've been in the state. But the best thing I love about being on the show is that I can tell things exactly the way I see them. I work for a host who, you know, when he when he has a hot tip, like did you know the 49ers called the team last night and asked about trading for Aaron Rodgers, and he gets a thousand people on Twitter say, "Oh, that's clickbait. Oh, you're making that up." And the next day, the 49ers admit, yeah, we called. And four days later, Mark Murphy says, yeah, we've been flying out to L.A. and taking turns the last three months. We're in a bit of a crisis. He's a complicated man. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we don't make up clickbait on this show, in my reports, because we don't need to. We're there every day. And I'm just telling you, I'm telling you the same thing. If you come to the huddle and see us in a bar in person, than what I say on the air, I, I'm just telling you a gut. David Bakhtiari, to me... From what the coaches said and everything else, is 50-50. And it's a concern. It's been a year and a half since he has the torn ACL. 
then I think there's some questions about how he was maybe over-conditioning and then had to have it scoped. His admittance in terms of the the draining he had to do, 15 out of 17 weeks last year, the half that he played against the Lions, those are the only snaps. And then they're trying to now be so careful with this guy to not even put him out there on the field during minicamp. We saw him all through the OTAs, but he's on the sidelines walking around, not on an exercise bike, just resting and healing. You know, you hope that that's enough healing time so that July 27th he's on the field. If he's not, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if maybe they wait another couple of weeks. Don't be surprised if they have to wait until September. I don't know. That's up to the doctors. They'll have the final say. But, you know, it could be two years. But you say, you know what, We're gonna, we've invested in this guy. We, his career's not over, and we'll wait as long as it takes for that knee to go. If he's healthy and he can play and get through the start of training camp, you know, guarded, like taking rest and wear the brace, fine. So he's your left tackle. Then it's John Runyon, a left guard. Then it's Josh Myers at center. Then probably Royce Newman at right guard. And then Yash Nyman at right tackle. If Bakhtiari can't go, I assume you move Nyman to left tackle. Then it gets interesting because Elton Jenkins is probably, with as well as Runyon played last year at left guard, Elton Jenkins is probably your new right tackle, uh, but he'll be a, he'll start on the PUP. I mean, his ACL is what November, mm-hmm. so you know he'll start out on the PUP. So these depth charts, like from the networks, have like Cole Van Lannen at right tackle, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> there's nothing I saw from the kid from Ashwaubenon and the Badgers last year that said he's quite ready to start, or Caleb Jones, or even Rasheed Walker, seventh round pick. That's that's a fuzzy area at right tackle if Bakhtiari's not there, and we know that Elton Jenkins won't be there at the start of training camp for the offensive line. So that's my take on it right there. I think it's 50-50. So let's go with other concerns, Mike. We talked about the offensive line, I, and when you know, I think everybody talks about the, the wide receiving group, and I don't have as much angst about the wide receiving core and Aaron Rodgers getting it done as maybe others do. Do you? Are you, are you worried about you know, Rodgers being able to throw the ball? No. Um, You know, you go back and forth with these theories like, well, you know, uh, with Devontae Adams gone and, you know, over half of the passes went to Devontae last year, the rest, you know, went to scattered between five other receivers and that this will force him to spread the ball around. No, he's not going to change. Aaron Rodgers looks for the guy he can count on the most and he feeds him the most. He did that with Jordy. He did that with Devontae. He'll always look for that security guy because he plays football so he doesn't throw interceptions and he plays on percentages and he plays on guys that he can trust and he judges defenses by by his predictions by by percentages all the time so i think against what some of the other national depth charts say i think it's lazard i think it's sammy watkins the veteran at 29 years old if he's healthy it's cobb in the slot and then you're, you know, you're talking about Amari Rogers, and Malik Taylor, and you know, Jawan Winfrey. I talked about him in camp. He was impressive. Then he got injured and missed some of the preseason. But they try to get him in there late in the season. But you know, the way Jawan plays, both as a receiver, sometimes he's on special teams, reminds you of MVS at times. Just by his, he's not as fast. Nobody is, 
but you know he's close to that. So in terms of body types and all that, Christian Watson is really young, with a lot of talent. I mean, he almost kind of reminds you. Look at those pictures of Giannis when he was 19, you know, and how much he's changed. You hope that Christian Watson will build and build and get bigger in the upper body and obviously smarter as a football player, but he's got a lot of potential. Some people have got him right there on the front line. They'll start the rookie. I, I, I would be surprised. But Romeo Dubs is, is an impressive, tough-minded football player. Kind of reminds you a little bit as a possession receiver over the middle like James Jones did, you know, once upon a time. Or a guy can actually beat some of these defensive backs on the sidelines. Samari Torrey, the kid out of Nebraska, short, quick, speedy, fast cuts, maybe a future slot guy, uh, seventh round. Even Rodgers mentioned at his locker mm-hmm. during minicamp, hey, that kid had some moves too, and he did. In the one practice that we saw with Rodgers out there, they were featuring that kid over the middle, out of the slot, running some slants, and, you know, he's pretty impressive. So they've got lots to pick from. And it's not to say that something still might happen during camp. I mean, something dramatic, you know, like Julio Jones comes in and maybe plays half a season or something. Uh, or or, there, or they know other kinds of receivers that could be on a team that might be deep at the position. This is a team that kept building and doing a better job of it than they had done the last five years where they pick up guys like, you know, like Rasul Douglas because they had a need. They, you know, they picked up, uh, you know, a, a great inside linebacker. They pick, they, they'll, there's some guys on a depth chart, on a pro depth chart, at some point in camp or in September, they'll be available and the Packers will sign them and put them over one of these undrafted guys or, or draft picks and they'll beef up their wide receiver crew like they've done with their uh, – the defense the last couple of years. So let's go to the defensive side of the football. As uh, you know, we look at it, I know there's a lot of promise and a lot of hope for Jair Alexander to come back and have Pro Bowl form, obviously for Stokes to take the next step forward. Thoughts on on the the defense, but I'm going to go with, with some of the backups. T.J. Slayton, uh, another good year out of Dean Lowry, bringing in the rookies Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker. You know, and then you look at some of the guys like, uh, you know, they re-sign uh, Rasul Douglas uh, to be kind of that nickelback uh, back there. Uh, so give me some of the depth guys on it. Because we know the defense itself is going to be pretty good, but some of these depth guys, some of these guys that we don't talk about all the time, how they can impact this defense and make it that much better. Defensive line, you know, i got to wait three or four days into the start of camp next week before they put on the pads and then I can watch them one-on-one. So I can't really tell you, except Packers' defensive line on paper right now looks pretty darn good. Um, you know, Dean Lowry wasn't practicing uh, during the spring. And then people start talking about moving money around. and Do, are they, do they have enough depth with some of the guys they brought in where maybe they could do to Dean Lowry what they did to Mike Daniels you know, a few years ago? I don't think it's that, at that point. But, you know, that name kind of comes up like if you're looking to, to save some money and push it around for something else or help you in future years, you know, could that happen? Two guys that, you know, that I want to talk to are this Jerron Reed, now 29 years old, five years in Seattle for, you know, GM John Schneider, the former Green Bay guy, and Pete Carroll. And then just the past year playing for Andy, for Andy Reed and the Chiefs, 6'3", 313, never got to talk to him really in the spring. So I'm interested to find out 
what he's all about. So that's that's the take on the defensive line. Uh, inside linebacker with Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker. I can hardly wait to see the number one pick. He looks so sharp in every OTA snap, in every minicamp snap, and talking to the kid in the locker room. He looks like he's been in the NFL for five years. He is really exciting. So then you go to the corners, and you start off with some people saying one of the best corner setups you got in, in the NFL with Jair coming back, with Stokes and the great rookie season he had, and Rasul, maybe he put Rasul Douglas in at the slot, but man, the drop-off is dramatic after that if you need a backup. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Shimon Charles and, uh, uh, you know, Keyshawn Nixon, and then there's this Rico Gafford guy who's gone back and forth from corner to receiver to, you know, now this week back to corner. But, you know, he played for the Raiders and did some special teams. So your new special teams coordinator, Rich Bisaccia, worked with that guy. So mm-hmm. they know something about that. But that backup, that fourth and fifth corner, that's wide open. And the next one on defense, Bill, is the outside linebackers. Preston Smith seems to be destined to have a great year. He stepped up as a vocal leader last year with the absence of Zedarius. I think there's probably going to be some more stories and backstories uh, at the start of camp that will come out of Minnesota on what really happened between the Packers and Zedarius next week. Once I think that's when it's going to drop. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, you got Rashawn Gary playing out of his mind and, and showing you that he wants to be the guy to the leader. But then it gets to be a real question mark. And those guys only played like 65% of the snaps last year, the way they run mm-hmm. the, the defense and keep the guys fresh. So who's going to back them up? Who's going who's right. to be the other uh, outside linebackers? And that's a serious question mark. I, Kingsley Agnabare is the kid they brought up, uh, they drafted in, what was the fifth round out of South fifth Carolina? Round, he's he's uh, slender. He looks like a tall, fast, you know, defensive end. He's going to have a shot. Jonathan Garvin, Goody seemed to be high on him in terms of what he showed last year. But that's going to be a wide-open competition at backing up Smith and Rashawn Gary at outside linebacker. Hey, tell me real quick uh, about the guy they picked up uh, at the strong safety, Tariq Carpenter. Um, I, I, and if you mentioned him, it was a brief second, but uh, Tariq Carpenter was a the guy they picked up. I think it was a seventh round. And I've heard some decent things about him. Is there depth there, or is it a lot of raw talent? Um, I think there's some football IQ stuff that's impressive. Just talking to the kid out of Georgia, out of Georgia Tech, and his coach stressed special teams, like put that first. And that showed up in terms of his versatility. So another position on your defense that, you know, after Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage, you know, Vernon Scott, I mean, who's going to back up there? And, you know, you let Shannon Sullivan sign with the Vikings. So that's a kid to watch. I will tell you this overall, though. Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, the you know defensive lineman from Georgia, and then those receivers we mentioned, like Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, Samori Torrey. Um, and then these, these offensive linemen, Bill, Sean Ryan, Zach Tom, those two kids, mm-hmm. they, when you talk to them and you watch how they handle themselves during these OTAs and mini camps, you have a really good feeling. It's, it's the same feeling you had watching Josh Myers or John Runyon Jr. when they first came to town, or even years past, like 
Corey Lindsley or T.J. Lang or Josh Sitton or even Tauscher, you know, 20, 22 years ago. That draft has got four or five good football players in there and give them a year or two to develop or, or maybe even sooner. But I felt really good about a lot of those picks in the draft class just watching them this spring, just talking to them in, in the locker room. But some of those other positions we talked about, like corner, you know, maybe back up uh, outside linebacker and safety, uh, those are concerning. Mike, good stuff as always. Look forward to all the camp reports. We're only about a week away, and then uh, I can't believe we're all back at it again. So uh, enjoy the rest of the time off, and then we'll talk again next week, okay? Yeah, I've got the stockholders meeting, and so we'll be yep. you know following that closely because um, you know we want to see really what the finances are of the team after two years of COVID, and then you know uh, two years ago an empty stadium for most of the year, those kinds of things, and that's that's an important factor to talk about too is. Mark Murphy, you know, his clock is ticking with three years left. So we'll keep you posted on that. And, by the way, today is National Hot Dog Day. Should I go Should I go get a can of Skyline and go Chili Dog? I yeah. might go Chicago Dog someplace. I don't know. Yeah, you might have to. I, I, I didn't know. I was doing the hot dogs last night for the All-Star game, but I now that you say that, I, I might have to do that. Right. So we start yep. off with hoses and then with hot dogs. You you know, you just you take it from there. <laughs> All right, and uh, I'm telling you, the potty putter. We're looking at getting you the potty putter, and I look forward to the behind-closed-doors video of the uh, the access of the potty putter I beat myself. and the reviews. I couldn't help uh, it. Nate. There you go. Christmas is only six months away. Do your shopping <laughs> now, man. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go, Thank Mike you, Clemens. <laughs> Thank you, Mike Clemens, joining us for a couple of minutes on the hotline. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, the potty putter. Look it up. There's the butt putt, too. That's where you actually put the ball into the, uh, well, you know, look up the butt putt. That's, that's Careful. Careful, Bill. <laughs> I had to stop myself. There you go. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.